Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. How are you? What's going on? What's happening? What is in your life right now? Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex and City. And no, I have not had more caffeine than I normally do, though I am talking at a, at a rate that is horrifying even to me. I am actually a little dead inside right now uh, in a good way. Uh, I'm just exhausted from like a, a very fun weekend. Let's get real. Um, I am a dehydrated mess right now, and that's totally fine, and I'm totally cool with that. It was worth it. Uh, And I'm even recording this on my lunch break uh, because I had another episode recorded. But you know what? I decided I didn't like it. It was sad. It was about death. And I was like, that's actually not the energy that I want to be putting out for us and our summer right now. So I'm re-recording. About what, Natalie? I have no fucking clue. No fucking clue. I have a little bit of a clue, honestly. As as we gear up, as we get really... I mean, we're in it now. Like, I'm recording. It's after Memorial Day. We're in fucking summer. It's June. We've made it. We've gone through collectively one of the worst years of all of our lives. Uh, and, and here we are at the precipice of something great and horrifying. I don't know. I don't know what the summer's going to look like. There's a lot of pressure for the summer to be great. But I think another thing that I noticed, because at least in New York City for Memorial Day weekend, it was raining Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And not just like, oh, it's raining like here and there and it's still warm. It was like fucking like 45 degrees one day. And it was, it was just a mess. And we were like in this weird holding pattern. And you could just feel it. Like you just... It's palpable how much people need a release. It's palpable how much of a host summer this is going to be. And I'm very excited for that and for everyone uh, who will be partaking in Ho summer. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But that being said, after a year of, you know, being stuck inside, having all these like rules and rituals, rituals aren't the right word, um, things that we've had to do to protect ourselves, I do feel as if there is an energy out right now that it's like, kind of like, fuck it. We've done everything we can. And we totally, for the most part, have done everything that we can when it comes to COVID, right? Like you've gotten vaccinated. You're fully vaccinated. It's two weeks out since your second shot. We've washed our hands. We've worn the masks. And as we, you know, go forward at least in new york like now all of a sudden you don't have to wear masks indoors with strangers anymore um, which still horrifies me but i did i did that uh saturday night um and it was kind of hilarious watching everyone walk in to this bar um and being completely overwhelmed by the fact of what was happening because it was so real and new and felt super raw and just uncomfortable like I think the first 10 minutes like I could barely talk because I was just like is this it like is this how is this how I get COVID 
But then you you relax. You are around people that you you love and you trust and you know that they're also vaccinated and done everything as well. And you're hoping the same for the strangers. But I think with having all these regulations for so long, there is this like need or this desire to just throw everything else to the wayside. And I just want to do a little awkward sex in the city PSA about ho summer, ho 2021 summer. Like whether you are in a relationship, in an open marriage, poly, um, just single and having fun dating around, whatever your situation is. So my PSA is, are we using protection? Are we um, listening to other people's boundaries? Are we respecting their boundaries? Are we respecting our own boundaries? Are we finding ourselves uh, slipping back into old patterns that we found out we didn't like about ourselves pre-COVID? Are we communicating? Are we communicating well? Are we trusting our partners? Are we being trusting for our partners? Are we fucking listening? Have we gone to the gyno? Have we gone to the doctor? And this is coming from me and I haven't gone to the gyno. And actually what made me think about us is because we were talking about IUDs yesterday with a couple of people. And um, I haven't gone to the gyno since I got my IUD in. And that was in 2016 because yes, I did get it the moment Trump got elected for president. Because I was like, I'm not fucking around with this shit. I'm on, I was on fucking Medicaid. That could be taken away any moment. Um, and have not been since. And that's actually really not okay. You're supposed to go every two to three years. I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, so do it. I'm going to get an appointment as soon as possible to get my VADS checked out. <laughs> Gynos are so funny because you're literally just like getting fingered and it's so fucking intimate and, and weird. And you always like, I, every doctor that I've ever had, you know, you like the little like paper gowns. Um, and I'm saying this more for, you know, someone who doesn't have a vagina, does not have a vagina. Let me get that out and may not have experienced this because I don't know if this is like specific only for like gynos and, and specifically my gynos. And someone's going to email me and be like, that's actually really weird. Um, <laughs> you be like, that's a HIPAA violation. I don't think it is because it did make sense. And I've had multiple doctors do it. And I actually... I only have female doctors uh, for the most part, especially when it comes to gynos. I just, it is just such an intimate thing. Um, I'd rather have someone, I'd rather have someone that just has a vagina, like no matter what the gender. I just would like to know that they kind of deal with like the same problems that I, or have the same questions that I have had or are having. That's just me personally. But back to what I'm talking about. For me, every time I've gone to the gyno, they make you or they ask you to wear the paper gown backwards. So you're completely exposed um, from tits to, to vulva. You're just like, you're just out there and you get up on the little the, the table and you put your feet in the stirrups and you get as close as you can to the end of the table. And no matter what, no matter how hard you try, your gyno goes, I need you to scoot a little bit closer a little bit closer now truly like at least three times and you're just like they like lower it and their face is just like in there but they do what i've been told is the reason they ask for it to be open from the front is because they also check your check your tits do a little breast cancer screen which also are we screening for that i'm really bad about screening uh for like doing a self-check on my boobs my boobs have gotten bigger um it sometimes hurts 
because uh, I push really hard. So I'm like, I'm not doing it. But it really can help detect lumps. It can help, you know, find it sooner, much, much sooner. And of course, with like any type of cancer, the sooner you find it, the better, right? And so I'm just saying all of this because that's what this summer is, right? This summer, you know, we all have this expectation, I feel like, and again, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth and I'm very much speaking for myself in this situation, but I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on this summer to be so great and to be our best and for us to be being our best. And I think that also means like on top of, you know, making plans and having as much fun as possible. I think it also means like making sure you have time to recharge. I canceled drinks today and I've canceled this person twice now, (laughs) but I have it like I've written it down in pen this time. We're getting drinks on Thursday, but I just was like, you know what? I just had pretty intense four days of, of fun, all great things, but I can now feel that like I need to recharge. Like I can't physically be present with someone right now after working, um, after like my first day back from like a four day weekend, you know what I mean? And I think it's fair. I think it's very fair to set that boundary. And I was like super honest with her too. I was just like, Hey, here's what's up. And that's new for me. In my past, I would have just canceled and made up some fucking lie. And I was like, I am a dehydrated mess. Here's what's going on. And it was perfect. Uh, she already had a date anyways, uh, that got rescheduled. So it worked out perfectly. Um, and I just think that's really, really important to continually harp on, on being as honest with our friends, being as honest with ourselves, wearing condoms, getting our, our, our genitals checked, uh, making sure we're up to date when it comes to STDs, STIs, and being honest with that information with the people that we are about to, uh, fornicate with, um, there's going to be a lot of sex this summer and I'm super excited for everyone, especially after last summer, because last summer, last summer ended up being magical because it, you just didn't understand or there. I mean, back in like April, May, like we were freaking out because we didn't even think the beaches would be open and you didn't even know if that was safe. Turns out it was. Turns out, you know, being outdoors was very important for not only our mental health, uh, but just it was safer. Right. But you just didn't know. You didn't know what was coming. You had no clue what the summer was going to look like and what the past summer was going to look like. And I think there was a lot of stress still involved going out because you still just didn't know exactly what was safe and how to be the safest for yourself and the people you were around and the strangers you were around. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely do care more about the strangers around me. Like if I can do something to make sure that they don't get sick, then I would like to continue to do that. Um, But again, that's just me. and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth and I'm not trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do. However, I don't know. I feel like y'all, we should keep the mess when we're sick. I think it's great. I am definitely going forward. If I'm coughing, I'm wearing a mask outside. Um, I also think I might be wearing a mask in a plane now, always. But that is just a different story. I don't know. That's just a different conversation. (laughs) I think I've said my piece. Um, Not my piece, but just I think it's important that we remember um, the other things we need to do to be be protecting ourselves. We're exhausted. We are exhausted. There is no way around that. 
this year was exhausting. You are all depleted. We have all been transformed into different people. Even if you don't think you have, there's, I honestly think there's no way you're not a different person from um, pre-COVID. I just don't. I just think it was too much. There's too much that happened. And all I can say for that is like, we all know that saying, right? Like if you can make it in New York City, you can make it anywhere. And it's very true. No matter how cliche it is, it's very true. But I don't think people talk about like why. And the reason if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere is because New York City will chew you up. It will destroy you. And that is scary and it's horrifying and it's happened to me multiple times in what is about to be 10 years in the city come August, come my birthday. I've been here for 10 years, so I can attest that this is very, very, very true. But it will destroy you. It will eat you up. And then you like literally rise anew from the ashes as something different. And I'm not going to lie. It's usually better. I've definitely had a transformation where it wasn't. I was very open and honest about that in this past COVID, past COVID year, past year and my solo episodes. But when you've gotten to a point where you're like, you know, you're that low and you've gotten to see yourself come out of it and you yourself did the work, right? You got yourself out. It's super empowering. It's super cool. And it just gives you a whole new outlook that like what we think is scary and impossible maybe isn't. The reason I was trying to make it like a parallel to like COVID of just like there's no way you're not different and it could feel weird right now. I think there's a lot of weird feelings going on. There's a lot of this whole like us going from zero to 100. That's horrifying. It is 100% horrifying. And if that is what you are feeling right now, it is very valid and overwhelming. But you've just been through a lot and you're here and you're standing and you've discovered more about yourself and the only I was gonna say the only way from here is up I don't know if that's right um but that's also not true you just know you just went through a lot of shit now you know you can go through more shit if you have to I guess what I'm saying what I'm saying is I want you to make sure you're wearing a condom while you're trying to have your best ho summer also you're just protecting yourself in whichever way that you need to and I like it can truly be like, like I mentioned earlier, um, the episode that I recorded previously was like super sad. Um, like I was crying in it, and after, like even after I like saved it or whatever, I was just like, no, that's not going live. I'm not. What is, what is that energy that I'm putting out? I don't like it. But so I was like pretty depressed uh, for a reason that. Um, well, I'll tell you guys, because uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but me and Aaron fell in love with the swans of New York City, of, of Prospect Park. I think there's some swans in Central Park as well. But long story short, um, they totally helped our sanity, right? And fell in love with them. And then, you know, they had babies, like they just had babies. And then we just found out that it's looking very true that someone murdered the male swan. <laughs> and I was devastated. I was devastated. Um, have cried multiple times over it, like embarrassingly so. And it was a lot and it was really hard. And I'm still really upset about it. And what's crazy is that there is now another family of swans and that they're about to hatch eggs so we're about to have literally like 
12 fucking swans in Prospect Park. And if you live in Brooklyn or if you live in the city, fucking go. It's fucking wild. They are majestic. Uh, they're territorial as fuck. So just be aware. Like if you are trying to take a picture and you're getting close to the little little baby swans, they will rush you. I watched them do it to a girl that got too close. And I was just like, girl, what are you doing? But again, I was devastated. And the kind of like, I feel like the only reason I bring it up now is because, and I think this is a stretch as well, but if you have seen tarot cards or if you are like me and are like, what does it mean when you see blah, blah, blah. If you see a dead bird, it's actually like a sign of like ending of a chapter. Um, and if you live in the city, you actually might see them a lot. I see dead birds all the time, especially in spring, because it's usually dead baby birds that tried to fly and it didn't work well. And they hit the concrete. And it's really upsetting to watch. It's, or not watch, to see. Um, so I've looked this up a million times, but it is allegedly like if, if you get like, you know, the death card in tarot, it usually means like, you know, beginning an end of a chapter, like something new is happening. It's not like a bad omen. It's actually like a good omen. And so when it happened after I was like devastated, I was like, well, fucking A, like this is way too on the nose of like, it's literally a dead bird in front of me. I mean, I didn't see it, but uh, just knowing that they're not there anymore. And the mom is like alone with these little baby swans. Like I, again, I was a wreck. Um, but it did feel truly like uh, the end of the chapter, like the end of whatever this fucking year and a half has fucking been. And I hope that really is what it is. I really do hope it is the end of this chapter and we're about to see a lot of what we needed to go back to normal, go back to normal. But we also hold on to the things that we've learned that should never have been normal, um, working too hard, going to a school, going to work sick. I'm never doing that again. I don't give a fuck about these corporations anymore. Never again am I going to work sick. How we, our bodies are more important than than money. Again, I'm rambling and that's not what this episode is supposed to be about. This episode is about wearing a fucking condom and taking care of yourself. But again, the reason I brought the swan is because I was very sad and what I did to like recharge, which I do find sometimes embarrassing, was I read a shit ton of young adult fiction. Um, and personally, because I love the idea of just kind of going back into the nostalgia of being a teenager where your biggest problems were like, you got waitlisted to UVA or something, which is what happened to me. And I was a fucking mess. And turns out I should have never gone to UVA. Um, and I didn't. It was great that I got waitlisted. Um, but like, that's your biggest problem, right? Like the guy that you think you're in love with um, maybe is in love with you, which actually that's kind of huge. I don't know. But I just love it. It's it's very simple. It's very, feels like someone's hugging you. Love to smoke a joint and read some to all the boys I loved before, it's my favorite. And then I watched all of them as well um, to recharge. And so all I'm saying is like, you should recharge. Recharge when you need to recharge. <laughs> I'm just looking at like the recording and it's just, there's no pauses. Um, this is how I talked to Aaron, truly. Like we were, we were like walking in the park and I, he was just like, you, you're Brian, 
your brain, your brain like really doesn't stop, does it? And I was like, honestly, no. And I was like, does yours stop? Like how? Um, even if I meditate, it's usually like, I'll be like, oh, wow, my brain is clear. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe you just said that in your mind. Um, anytime I actually do truly meditate, like have like a clear mind, I feel super nauseous. Does anyone else? Like, I actually don't like the feeling. Um, and that could maybe be me um, not meditating correctly or still kind of not understanding the how or the why. I don't know. But again, I'm going to say this repeatedly over and over and over, over, over again this episode as I don't take a single breath. Truly think the summer is going to be great. It's truly why I did a brand new episode. I just don't think um, we need any sad solo episodes for a hot second. No matter how introspective or deep I thought I was being, I think right now, the most important thing is that, you know, you've got your to-do list, you've got condoms, you've got your gyno appointments, you've got your health checkups, you've got your boundaries, you're actively listening to the people in and or around you, uh, making sure that their boundaries are being met as well. We're going to a brand new era of ourselves and I'm so fucking excited for all of you and myself. Very excited. Um... I think this is going to be a huge release that we all knew we needed, but didn't think it was going to actually come. And who knows what comes in the future? Who knows if we're actually not done? But all I know is right now, it feels good. It feels safer. We all need a release. And I think it's coming. Just make sure you are taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, therapy. Highly recommend it for everyone, even if you don't think you need it. Um, there are times where I don't want to talk to my therapist because I don't think I have anything to talk about. Turns out you always have something to talk about. And sometimes it is just about having someone listen to you vent that is not your partner because that's putting a lot on your partner as well. I think it helped my relationship with Aaron um, to be able to have this person that I could vent about whatever was going on, complain and learn and grow. And I really, really think if you are able to afford it, if it is you know covered by your insurance, I would highly recommend looking into it, even if it's just once a month. I mean, I got, I don't know, without my fucking therapist, um, I don't know what this year would have looked like or this past year would have looked like for me mentally. It was a lot of um, dark moments for sure. Uh, and it's just great to have someone there. And then, I don't know, like, I've been with my therapist for four years at this point, four or five, maybe five years. Uh, it's been a long time and you don't feel like you're doing a lot of work. And then you look back and you're like, holy shit, man. Things have changed. I am proud of myself. So again, therapy, condoms, young adult <laughs> romance fiction to all the boys I loved before, beaches, summer, vitamin D, vitamin C, as in like the beach. I'm really happy for us. Uh, there will be more episodes with guests with actually talking about sex. We will get back to sex and dating very soon. I just did feel like it was important to just remind ourselves that we should all still be protecting ourselves and not just from COVID. So guys, I will see you guys next week. We will talk next week. We will listen. You will listen to me. I always say we talk, but you're just listening to me, which I think is cool. 
And again, truly cannot thank you all enough for being here, for being on this journey. Um, more to come. How exciting. Go buy a little mask for your penis. Condoms are now our new best friends. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Remember to take care of yourselves in all the ways. And I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys next week.